Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Facts. Yo, around and around the roller coaster of emotions we go as Eagles fans. It is episode 27 of the Grease Pole Podcast. Thank you for taking part. You can follow along on Instagram at Grease Paul Podcast. As always, subscribe, rate, and review. Every episode is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars if it's what you feel. Give it one if you think it sucks. Any feedback's better than none. Thank you, thank you. We are back on top, and I use that term loosely, the term top of the NFC East. This division is a shit show. Nobody has any interest in winning it, but somebody has to and is going to host a fucking playoff game Somehow, some way, I this is this is just a disaster. But we will get into that momentarily, despite the fact that we are in first place. Coming on the Gear Freaks podcast tomorrow, Justin, we have a first for the people tomorrow. There is a lot of shit we can get into, and there is so much we've talked off air a lot. There, like this pod, we could do for thirty fucking years if Easy. we wanted to. Absolutely, because there's so many. There's so many crevices to to peruse. <laughs> I don't know why that's either of those words or where I went there, but I did. Makes so sense. right, why not? I'm with it. <laughs> why not? They make sense, I guess. Uh, this was our first time where we explored one specific team for an episode. One specific team and brought in a guest to yes. talk about one spe- that one specific team. We talked about the New York New York Islanders with Mike Powers. We do, and he said. I'm, he set the bar really freaking high. He really did. Gate. He really did. Uh, at that moment, as we were recording that episode, I'm like, man, I wish we were a video pod. Yes. Because like, yes. there's so much to see. Yep. Uh, and it, it's just verification about what we thought the show could be. Right. Right. We're not the only gear freaks out there. No, dude. And to see somebody else's wardrobe, like my man had options lots of them <laughs> he had the entire islanders wardrobe like you, you know you could bicker about players or whatever but mm-hmm. everything you wanted to see represented they were all fucking there yep everything was there and as we were talking with him he's showing us everything he's got and it's like holy shit dude yeah and so he's, he i mean he's got every era you could think of and we talk about mm-hmm. every era uh he's got like crazy amounts of hats like yeah, dude. I never even thought about hockey hat. You know? <laughs> right. I, I've always just been hockey sweater guy because hockey yeah. sweaters are great. Yes. But like, yeah, ho- hockey hat. Why not? Dude, he had like early 80s trucker mesh. Yes. <laughs> they were still in good shape, yep. too. Yep. They were still in good shape. I'm just saying that he set the bar really high. And again, I like the fact that we're not the only gear freaks out there, and you are 100%. on full display on the New York Isles ep- 
Oh, absolutely, dude. It was it was as we were going through that conversation with him, I was like, this is a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. It just felt like three dudes just having a conversation about gear, mm-hmm. you know, which it was exactly what it was, obviously. <laughs> but it was like, man, this is like you didn't even realize in that moment, like we're recording here type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was so cool because he had all this stuff and he he delves into a uh, story of where he met Bobby Nystrom uh for the New York Islanders and just, just all the backstories and everything and the reason why he is an Islanders fan and what the gear means to him. It's just shit that you don't think of until you hear the backstory behind somebody, the reason why they're a fan of the, you know, teams are a fan of. It was cool as shit, man. And it worked out really well. And again, it sets the goal, the bar really high, but I think we kept it going high. Oh uh, yeah. With the next week, which we'll yep. uh, talk about next week. Yeah. But, it just feels good to know that we're not alone because yes. we have spent many hours. We, we Shopping it up. Like 30 minutes when you got here. Yep. Talking about anything but you know, getting yep. the show started. Exactly. So. Exactly, man. But it's, it's always a blast, and you can hop in the Discord with us as well. Justin, plug the Discord for the people. I don't know if we've done that here on Grease Pole or not yet, but let's do it. So the best way to do it is to reach out to either Corey or I, and we will get you a link. That is the absolute best way. I think with Discord, you can search servers on their own. And if you can, it's oh, hi, Justin. There you go. The absolute best way is uh, go to at Gear Freaks Pod on Twitter. There's a link. I try to post it pretty frequently so people can come in whenever whenever they are available to do so. That's right. That's right. No pressure at Gear Freaks Pod as well. On IG, get a hold of either Justin or myself. We will we will get you in the Discord. It's always fun chopping it up about random gear because you'll be sitting on the couch and it'll be a situation like yesterday where Atlanta had the gradients on and Detroit had the, the gray alternates. Oh. And you're like, what happened to white jerseys being a thing? What the fuck am I watching? It's the gross off. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go in the Discord with this, you know? And it's frustrating because there wasn't a lot of live pictures to find, and yeah. I didn't want to be like picture of the TV guy. You know, I hate being pictured. Sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes you got to, but I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wait for Google to populate for a little bit, and eventually they did a picture of Matt Ryan looking terrified, um, <laughs> probably because Detroit's gear looks awful, and so do those gradients. I don't know what the fuck either of those teams were thinking. Loser bowl, dude. It was so bad. It was so bad. And knowing that both those teams have better options in history's closet. Mm-hmm. Well, especially the Lions. Yeah, there dude. There isn't much bad in the. The, <laughs> this this it, is what happens. It is. It is. <laughs> we can totally sidebar. But no, the, the Lions have great gear classically, except for when they work that black in, like the Joey Harrington era, mm-hmm. the Dominic Rayolas. Those were, those were get those the fuck out of here. The black ones were awful. And the Falcons have had shit gear for, you know, 20 years now, I feel like. You know, the Michael yeah. Vicks were not. Well, yeah. Even just before the Jamal Andersons, like when they first went to the, yeah. to the black, I mean, I don't didn't hate them, but the red helmets were much better. Dude, yeah, the Dion's, the Dion yes. said the Steve Bartkowskis, mm-hmm. those were awesome. The Bill Fralick years, but you know, Atlanta, as <laughs> big a problem as gear is for them, and they keep getting it wrong in the gear department. They keep getting it wrong elsewhere as well, <laughs> because they just blew a lead to the Lions yesterday. After just the Falcons are a mess, but nonetheless. Check out Gear Freaks Pod on IG and Twitter. New episodes drop every Tuesday. We chop it up with Mike Powers about the Islanders tomorrow. And I've still got PTSD for the Islanders crushing my dreams. But, you know, we were able to get over it, and we had a good 
good conversation about Isles gear. You will enjoy it. Check it out. Subscribe, rate, and review to the Gear Freaks podcast as well. So as things stand, the birds are in first place in the NFCs. Going back to Thursday night, uh, just a, just a, uh, you march down the field, you score against the Giants, first drive of the game, first time all year long. Uh, the first drive of the game resulted in a touchdown. You're thinking, fucking A, this is awesome. You know, we're going to throttle these fuckers, and, you know, I'll be able to coast into my Friday and yay weekend. <clears throat> and in typical Eagles fashion, that's just not not the case. That's not allowed. We have to we have to pucker your asshole and make you feel like you're going to hearts pound out of your your heart's going to pound out of your chest. We're not going to edit that out. That'll be on the blooper reel at the end of the year. <laughs> but so that's what happens as an Eagles fan. And again, so with under five minutes remaining in the game. The birds are down twenty-one to ten to the New York Giants, who are you can you can flip flop back and forth. Who's the worst team in the division? Them or Washington? I think you got to go to the Giants. I don't know, maybe even be fucking Dallas now. But regardless, the New York Giants are up two scores with under five minutes left. We're at home Thursday night wearing the blacks. Okay, I'm going to bring you on again here, Justin, for Gear Talk. How do you feel about? Uh, since I just, I, we have this thing, the birds. We have to involve black gear every time we play the Giants on Thursday night. Why? I, I, that's the answer I've been looking for, man. How do you do? You have a thought on the birds' black gear, man? I don't or? like it. Again, you guys, yeah. you guys have had such pretty historically good to great gear, right? Why? Because black. Everybody has a boner for black alternates. Even te- but still, I, I, I do. I know Arizona wore theirs last night. Arizona, the fucking Cardinals. Why were the black? Like, can we get that? Like, two thousand five is over now. I mean, Fubu's uh, off the racks. It's okay. Everything doesn't have to be a black alternate. I don't think I ever liked it in football. Yeah, man. It's it's. You know what's funny? Because I kind of. I, I dug our black jerseys at first. I did. I was like, ooh, that's cool. That's different. Because different. we had literally never done it. And I was like, okay. And it was kind of cool because they do it for night games. I'm like, ooh, night is dark outside. We're wearing fucking black. <laughs> like, okay, cool. And then it got to a point where it's like, okay, night game in division, you know they're coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, social media, like, hey, black Black Thursday, Black Sunday when it's a night game. And you're just like, oh. Oh, so it's it's supposed to be like a thing. Uh, it's become that because mm-hmm. just that's the way things are now. And you'll see like dudes like, oh, I get to wear my black jersey now. And you're just like, oh, fuck off. It's not good, though. And now it's, yeah, it's just become like I kind of resented them. Like now I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, God damn it. You know, <laughs> I mean, I get like I, I saw a stat that was like we're I don't know if it was all in the blacks, but it was it, it maybe I'm making this part up, but it was like we're four and against the Giants on Thursday night in the black uniforms. Maybe I'm making that last part up. I may have dreamed I dreamed about some weird shit. But it it is just like, okay, so this is the reason why we're gonna keep going to this. Uh, uh, I mean look, I I subscribe to those kind of um uh wow. As you know <laughs> before we started your show. My brain was still not operating correctly. It's a Monday, Superstition man. Superstition is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> wow. Uh, I subscribe to those superstitions on occasion. Yes. Like, you know, sometimes they can make sense. But is 4-0 worth it? Apparently, man. Dude. Like, I could say, like, if it's <clears> like, <throat> we're like 16-0 and against them. Yeah. We're, these, we're 
shoot, even 10 maybe, right. but four. Yep. <laughs> to go it, out there and look like ass. Like Right, right. And that's the thing. It's like you run the risk of like, okay, like we're gonna we're gonna go get throttled by a team that looks like shit that is shit in the Giants, and we're gonna look like less ideal. Like, I don't know, man. I've come around a lot on our I love the midnight green. The color itself, you put midnight green versus Kelly Green. Mm-hmm. Give me the give me the midnight green all day, just as a pure color. Mm-hmm. But I'm really starting to lean like, okay, I want the Kelly Greens back because I fucking hate our, 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 when we go white on white on the road, I know I bitched about it before to open the pod here. I fucking hate the white on whites, dude. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. Like a couple weeks ago when we played the Niners on Sunday night, you know, in, in West Coast it's behind, but once, once the sun went down out on the West Coast, it didn't even look green, man. Like you know how the bears like you could like sometimes their shit doesn't look blue it looks yeah. fucking black mm-hmm. that's what it looked like and you're like man I can't like and without even a green pant it looked even fucking dumber I'm like this doesn't even look good to me and you're the Eagles like it's got to be green heavy it's gotta man got to be green like it, it has, has to, be to noticeably green right right I I know man I know I don't know <laughs> I I keep hoping because Jeff Laurie our owner has for years forever been combating the NFL's rule of you only get one color helmet and I'm hoping since it's going to be lifted after this year I believe that that means we're going back to the Kelly Greens at least as an alternate mm-hmm. but I think we're kind of due for a wardrobe update I mean these things have been around for I think 96 was when we first changed the midnight greens and they put out like a press release with Kevin Turner and fucking Andy Harmon and shit and it's like when the midnight greens first came out they were fucking clunky man it took like five years from to find like their footing a little bit. Like if you go back and look at like the ninety six, ninety seven, like Rodney Pete, Bobby Hoying, like the Detmer years, oh. they are fucking awful, dude. You're like, what are they doing, man? Like it's just the numbers are huge. It's all Bobby Hoying's. <laughs> it always it starts and ends with Bobby fucking Hoying, <laughs> but the stripes on the sleeve look fucking weird, and it was just like okay. And then the midnight greens were around, and like they're awesome. I love them. We won the Super Bowl in them. Yay. I think we got to go back to the Kellys, man. I think we have to. I feel like it's been long enough. It has, man. It has. Stick with that eagle. Yes. The eagle that's on your hat. Yep. But make the change. Exactly. That's. I'm all for everything staying the same and just modernize it, tweak it a little bit, and just go back to the Kelly Green. Because especially like we talked about on the Fave Team's Fave Gear episode of Gear Freaks last week, again, free plug, the episode that came out last week, the Kelly Green, the Rhodes, mm-hmm. with the road white silver pant. Kelly Greens, I forgot how fucking amazing that looked, especially after they keep cramming white on white down our fucking throat. (laughs) I'm like, okay, at least if you have the silver pant, it breaks it up a little bit. This white on white shit has to go. Imagine how it would look now. Like now, like like yeah, are like pristine. Yes, look good. Right, just existing. Right, they're not all mesh. Yeah, dudes aren't wearing practice jerseys on Sundays anymore. (laughs) You know, it's a good look. Yeah, look. I don't know if anybody from Philly listens to this program. They better. They should. But uh, I think Corey's on to something here. I'm telling you, man. I, I I hope the Kelly Greens make a comeback. I do. And that, like, I'd been up in the air about it for a while. It's one of those things that the fan base would argue back and forth about. But I think I've gone full circle. I want the Kelly Greens back. I'm tired of this. I'm, 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 I'm tired of fucking around with the uniforms. Let's get it right. Let's go back to the Kelly Greens. We won the Super Bowl. Let's, let's, let's do the thing. So... 
We're down two scores, 21-10 with less than 10 minutes or less than five minutes remaining, excuse me, against the Giants. And what happens is Carson Wentz, you know, he he comes through as he always does, as he always has, as he always will, and he delivers with the game on the line just a remarkable, a beautiful pass into the end zone to five foot six Boston Scott. This guy is a fucking Oompa Loompa, okay? Baby Yoda out there. And Carson Wentz is able to drop a dime over the giant defensive backs, over him, into Boston Scott, where only he can get it. Just a gorgeous, just a gorgeous pass. Great catch by Boston Scott, uh, maintaining possession. And, and the Birds win. And this is a game that realistically – the Eagles had no no business winning this motherfucker. None. Okay? But yet again, Carson Wentz puts the team on his back with just, you know, go, go to your local convenience store, the corner store, and just grab the guy that gets you your packs of cigarettes and rings up your Snickers bar and throw him an Eagles jersey and go, hey, go run routes. And that's basically what you got. Other than Travis Fulgham, because he is now Christ. But that's what you got. You know what I mean? Jalen Rager has just been activated his 21-day practice when he's been activated from IR. So all indications are that his thumb is healed. He is possibly going to play this Sunday night against Cowboys, which is great news to have the 21st overall pick in the draft. Hopefully good to go this Sunday. But when you look at what Carson Wentz is working with, man, and, you know, again, we I don't want to beat a dead horse, but – you're sitting there the whole time, and when, when Golden Tate, I believe it was, scores that touchdown uh, to make it 21-10, you're thinking, man, fuck, dude. Like, th- th- we are dead. We're dead. And Carson Wentz just resuscitates the fucking team, and he, you know, he gives the season hope again, which is what he did last year, which is what he is doing again. Again, that pass to, to Boston Scott, who was 5-6, it's I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in the league. You can knock him for accuracy or lack thereof. We we discussed this before. But that pass was so goddamn perfect. And without that pass, this we don't win this game and we don't have the outstanding record of being 2-4 and 1. <laughs> so but it's like we said about Carson Wentz and I've said this before. He's got a lot of Brett Favre in him. And I grew up a huge Brett Favre fan. Love that guy. Top 10 of all time in my book. Say what you want about him. He will make plays. He will he will cost you opportunities. He will fuck you sometimes with his, you know, throwing across the body and just the not knowing when to quit on a play. But that same mentality will win you games that nobody else can. And Carson Wentz has a lot of that in him. There's a lot of boneheaded shit you look at and go, God damn, man, do you have, like, three-step drop, get rid of the ball. Stop taking the sacks, a seven-yard loss. Get rid of the fucking ball. Every Eagles fan screams that shit at their TV every Sunday. But then he goes and he makes a throw to Boston Scott and he wins a damn game. That's what you get. And you have to take, if you're going to take the good, you got to take the bad. You're allowed to be mad at it. You're allowed to cuss and swear and and throw shit at the TV 
But at the end of the day, understand that this team is not in the position it is at 2-4-1 without Carson Wentz. This is not – and mind you, guys are going to start coming back, okay? Deshaun Jackson is funny. He comes back, and I said to my son before the game, I go, eh, you know, because he's, he's 11, you know, and, and he, he knows more than most 11-year-olds, more than likely, from, you know, being around my obsessive ass. And, you know, he's played, and I've coached him and shit. And he says to me, he goes, ooh, Deshaun Jackson's back. And I says, yeah, but watch. His ass will be fucking hurt by the end of the game anyway. And lo and behold, he was. Now, and it's Eagles fandom that'll go, oh, is it 30 hit, blah, 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 blah. Eh, maybe. But at the same time, I would argue that you should have fair caught it anyway. Now, I'm not saying that I I wish Deshaun uh, injuries. I don't. But I've said before, I think it was a foolish move to bring him back. Always have, always will. Injured or not, I stand by that. Again, I'm nothing if not transparent. And it is what it is. You're going to start getting guys back now. Dallas Goddard, Jalen Rager. Uh, you know, guys are going to start kind of coming back. Jason Peters, for whatever the hell that's worth at this point in his career. Isaac Samalu hopefully will be back in a few weeks. Lane Johnson, if he can stop. So guys are going to start kind of trickling back, hopefully knock on wood. And you've got a chance now. If you're the Eagles, again, just it sounds stupid, but just get to the tournament. Get to the playoffs again. Somebody has to win this damn division. Somebody's got to. And you look at the schedule. Okay, at two, four, and one, Dallas comes to Philly this week. They're two and five. Then a bye. Then at the Giants, at Cleveland, against Seattle, at Green Bay, against New Orleans, at Arizona, at Dallas versus Washington close out the year. So out of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Out of the nine remaining games, live math, kids, one, two, three, four, five. Over half of them are uh, against teams over 500. You know, um, uh, four division games remain as well. That's it, it, You've got four division games left, which you know how those are, and the, all the remaining other games are, you know, against teams over 500. It's not an easy schedule. It's not. But just know with 11, you're going to be in every game. This team is going to be in every game. You're going to have to stay glued. Your ass has to be in your seat for a full 60 minutes when you watch this team because you've got a chance to win every game that Carson Wentz is in. He has proven that, and I don't want to hear anything else. All these people out here that say Jalen Hurts needs to get more snaps. You need to get more action. Work Jalen Hurts in more. You don't put him in. And I get – look, if you're going to do it, if you're going to use him, there should be a little more than RPOs in there. It's getting way too predictable. It looks like Penn State football out there, okay? But at the end of the day, what the fuck do you expect Jalen Hurts to do? If you want more of Jalen Hurts, in essence, you're getting less Carson Wentz, which he is the one that is keeping this team alive. It may be on life support, but that is not his fault. Okay, understand more J- more Jalen Hurts is just it's the equivalent of, you know, it, it, I don't know, it, polishing a turd or whatever the, the 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 phrase is. You can sit here and you can say you want more Jalen Hurts, but this is a guy who, you know, when called upon. I mean, and a lot of it is play selection too. But what's he really done? I mean, he had he had one pass to Richard Rodgers, I think, for like twenty five yards. Eh, that was fine. But do you really think he's making that throw to Boston Scott? 
Do you really think he makes that throw to Boston Scott again? You have a guy in Carson Wentz that is capable of winning that that had Pittsburgh on the ropes, the only undefeated team remaining in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers, two weeks ago. Could have beat them, you know? I don't want to say could have beat them. I hate being that guy. Rewind that a second. Had a chance to beat them because of Carson Wentz. Baltimore, the following week, two-point conversion away from tying the motherfucker with under two minutes left. Is this happening? And again, I'm not moral victory guy, but that doesn't happen. You can't hang with Super Bowl contenders with this depleted-ass roster with Jalen Hurts. It's not going to happen. Carson Wentz is playing at an MVP level. He's just not going to get the credit. You know, you have guys like Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson doing the same shit. Kyler Murray just came back from a a 10-point deficit last night against Seattle. And everybody this morning is sucking him off. He's great. Kyler Murray is fucking amazing. Look at him. He's the he's the future of the quarterback position in the NFL. Carson Wentz did the same goddamn thing with less talent on Thursday night. And people are calling for his fucking job. I don't understand why. I I don't get how people don't see it with Carson Wentz. I don't. What it reminds me of, and I don't want to get too political here. All right, but fuck it. I'm not afraid to say that if we get another four years of this shit, don't blame it on me. It reminds me of Trump people. Okay, when you look at them and you go, hey, stand back and stand by, that should be enough to cut everything else off as it pertains to policy, taxes, whatever else it is. That should be enough to make everybody go, oh, fuck. Nope. Don't want no parts of that. It seems like a common sense thing. It seems it it should be anyway. Common sense is not so common. As does the Jalen Hurts situation. When you have a quarterback in Carson Wentz that did what he did last year in December, that has this team in a terrible division, yes, in first place with what he's got to work with. I, I mean, do you expect him to be fucking 7-0? and with Greg Ward and John Hightower and and you know Travis Fulgham, as much as I love the guy, as much as we all love him, and fucking Richard Rodgers out there, everybody of note on this team is hurt. Everybody. We are down to being obsessed with a midget in Boston Scott. That is how bad it's gotten. And the reason why this team is in games is because of the guy you've got under center. And if you don't appreciate what you got, Still, you never will. And that's fine. You're allowed to have that opinion. Just stay on an island with like-minded people. Stay in your echo chamber. Because when shit starts going really, really well again, and guys start coming back, and Wentz proves why he makes the money he does, don't try hopping back on the bandwagon because the rest of us don't want your ass. Bottom line, it has been way worse at quarterback over the years with this team. Way worse. You mean to tell me you take fucking Mike Vick over this? You think Mike Vick would have this team even at 2-4-1? and one? You can laugh about being 2-4-1. and one. This team would be fucking way worse than that with Mike Vick and his no football IQ ass who admitted that he didn't study film. Carson Wentz might miss a guy or two here and there. Yeah, sure, everybody does. But again, in crunch time, 
he he has made plays that matter. Ten fourth quarter comebacks so far in his career. I'm just saying. Now, as we go to, we look forward to Sunday night against Dallas, and it's 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 funny, man. You gotta you gotta think when this schedule got put together, right? The birds and the cowboys on Sunday night, week eight. You gotta think the NFL expected way better in terms of on-field product than what they're ultimately going to get on Sunday. Okay, we know the you know the injury. We talk about the shit every week as it pertains to the birds and who all's injured on our team. Now you look at the Cowboys. You know, worst defense in the NFL. Dak goes down. Andy Dalton gets concussed. Gets his head taken off by John Bostick this past week. And in something I do not understand, a cheap shot on your quarterback like that, no O-lineman jump John Bostick shit. That is just like that – that is a team where I come from in in the way I was coached and any like and again I was an offensive lineman. If somebody hit our quarterback like that, we're we'll sort the other shit out later. But right now we got a problem. And the fact that nobody did what what code requires there tells me the Cowboys have no fucking soul. None. They have no heart on that team. You can say all you want about the talent they've got. And look, they have <coughs> give Carson Wentz those fucking receivers. Let Carson Wentz have a healthy Amari Cooper, a healthy CD Lamb, a healthy Michael Gallup. And 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 watch him light up the fucking league. Because it would happen. But now you have with Andy Dalton being taken out of the game concussed Ben DiNucci from James Madison is now going to be the starting quarterback shout out uh local here Virginia I don't even know where JMU is offhand but it's uh someone do you know where it is Justin I have no fucking idea where JMU Harrisonburg okay I know they do they've got a solid FCS squad they do kick ass in FCS but uh, Ben DiNucci, seventh-round pick out of James Madison, is going to be starting center for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football in prime time. The NFL, <laughs> this game is not going to be at all what they – you had to think, okay, yeah, first place for NFC East possibly, potentially, yes, but not in these circumstances. And, you know, it. it you would think, given this Cowboys defense that has given up, you know – 34, 38 points or whatever it was to the Giants, you know, just traveled uh, to D.C. this past week, or Landover, Maryland, wherever the hell the football team plays, to score a field goal. You know, this is a defense. Carson Wentz, in theory, everybody's, okay, he should, he should, Carson Wentz should be able to go nuts on Sunday night. And I agree with that. But again, it's a division game. Doug Peterson still exists. You know what I mean? He'll let his ego get in the way at some point. Hopefully it all works out on the field. But this is Dallas week. And there is no, if you're an Eagles fan, you circle two weeks every year. Every fucking year. That's not to say that the hatred isn't there for the Giants as well or that it's not there for Washington because it damn sure is. But it's different when it comes to the Birds and the Cowboys. 
at least from an Eagles fan perspective, and I think I speak for all Eagles fans there, there's just two different worlds there when you look at the fan bases and just the everything encompassing it, just what the city of Philly represents, you know, versus, you know, what the city of Dallas represents. In Philly, you've got, you know, uh, a blue-collar mentality, you know, working man atmosphere. And in Dallas, for Christ's sake, you drive to the stadium and they've got cheerleaders up on poles like strippers. That's just, that's, it, that's what it is. You know what I mean? So it's a different mindset, again, from fan base to fan base, from city to city. These two teams have always represented two different things, always have, always will. That will never change, and I think that's why the rivalry is what it is. This is the first Dallas week we get this year. First place is up for grabs. You got to think we come away from Sunday night with a W going into the bye. If we do, we're three, four, and one. Then you come back, you get the Giants for a second time. You know, you're four, four, and one. Maybe you start getting guys back. You never know. And then the schedule picks up a little bit. But don't automatically assume again because this game against the Giants should not have had to come down to what it came down to on Thursday night. So I know it's fun to poke fun at Dallas. Of course it is, and it never won't be. But at the end of the day, don't take it for granted because Doug Peterson did that shit last year and gave the Cowboys bulletin board material, and we saw how it worked out. You know, these division games, man, you never know. You never know. And this rookie quarterback's going to come in there with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to come into our house and beat our fucking ass on prime time. Do I think it'll happen against our defensive line? Probably not. It shouldn't. But I'm just saying, let's not let's not start laying bets for, you know, 56 to 3 as a final score. Is all I'm saying. Hopefully next week we are in first place still. Uh it's three, four, and one, possibly. You know, again, it's it's there's nothing like Dallas week when you when you get up in the morning, it everything smells better, the food tastes better, the booze goes down smoother. It there's something special about Dallas week. And I don't know if that's the case for Cowboys fans, but I know amongst Eagles fans it's always been Dallas week. You know, there's the guy, the the famous Eagles fan, you know, at the vet from from the 1981 NFL championship, Dallas, we hate you, you know, looking in the camera when we faced the Cowboys and beat them to go to the first Super Bowl in franchise history, Super Bowl 15, only to get waxed by the Raiders and Rod Martin and Jim Plunkett. But nonetheless, we beat the Cowboys to get there, you know. And just the little things you look at, the differences, like we talked about, you know, it, the wearing the black jerseys and everything else. The Cowboys wear white at home because they're the good guys, and the good guys always wear white. That's the reason why they wear white at home, kids, legitimately. I'm not making that up. So, you know, this is a team that opts to wear white at home because that's that's what they think of themselves. And it's always personal with these two teams. It's always personal with these two fan bases. You know, I know a lot of Cowboys fans, uh, there are very few whose opinions uh, that I actually respect when it comes to football because the majority of it is looked at through, you know, fandom colored glasses, which is, I think, the way a lot of people tend to react in, you know, an age of Internet. But I think you have to look at everything honestly and justly as well. 
And I think if you do look at it honestly and justly, that this should be a win on Sunday night. But again, given the circumstances, I'm not willing to count my chickens before they hatch. Let's go out there. Let's beat the shit out of Dallas on Sunday night. Embarrass the fuck out of them, hopefully. And let's leave with first place. Going into the bye week. Extra week to get guys right. And you go from there. I don't think at this point you can look but so far ahead when the situation is what it is. Again, this somebody's going to get a playoff game in this division and they don't deserve it. Maybe it's going to be us. Everybody's thinking it is going to be at this point because Dallas has a third-string quarterback. The Giants are a mess and the football teams, you know, the football team. So by default, it appears to be us. But again, at the end of the day, we still got to do our job. We still got to do our job. We still got to win games, point blank. And it starts this Sunday night against Dallas. Ladies and gentlemen, it is fucking Dallas week. Cannot fucking wait for the first one of 2020. Kind of makes it feel a little normal like 2020 again to get pumped up for Dallas week. It's the first normal thing possibly that we've had this year as Eagles fans to get excited about because, you know, pandemic or not, you still have that hatred coursing through your veins when it's Dallas week. What are your thoughts for Sunday's game? What do you see coming? What do you predict? Give me your honest thoughts at Greaseball Podcast on Instagram. As always, you can subscribe, rate, and review this and every episode available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe, rate, and review. New episodes drop every Monday, typically, which is where I will see you next week after what is hopefully going to be another Birds win. Goddamn, won't it be nice to have two in a row, hopefully, potentially? Again, I just said I don't want to count my chickens before they had, so I don't want to get ahead of myself yet, but... You know, whatever your superstitions are, whatever whatever it is, I've got mine, you've got yours. Break them out. Let's do them Sunday, all goddamn day. Let's make it happen. Whether we're going to be under 500 or not, who gives a fuck? It's always nice to beat Dallas. It is Dallas week. God damn it. I will see you next week, hopefully after a win. As always, go Birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? <laughs> Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Philly.